Welcome to A Creative Marriage Podcast with Chris and Morgan King. We are passionate about the marriage God has given us, and we want to help other couples feel just as passionate. Our goal is to give you creative and out-of-the-box ideas to bring more love, more joy, and more fun to your marriage. Welcome to episode 23 of A Creative Marriage Podcast. I am Chris. And I'm Morgan. And this episode is called what, Morgan? Expectations in Marriage. All right. Here we go, then. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, We definitely came into marriage with expectations that we had thought about um, prior to getting married. I think everybody does, right? I would almost say women think about them more than guys. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like, for you, like, you had an expectation of, like, what kind of cars we would drive or something. I don't even know. Well, yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I guess I assumed that you would care as much as I do about what kind of car we drive In as a I family, like both of our cars. Like I don't care about cars. I'm just not a car person. Like no. I, I literally know that a car gets me from place to place and I just want something reliable that is within my means. I don't need to you pay don't a care lot of about money. The look. I don't care about the look at all. I mean, it, you can... Look at my car, my personal car choices throughout the years. Outside of high school, I really did like my sports car I had. But but after that, I've only cared about reliability and not having to take it to some place to get it fixed, Mm -hmm. aka reliability, and cheapness. I mean, just cost. I mean, I just don't want to pay a lot, but I want it to be really reliable. So you mix those two things together, Mm -hmm. and that's the car that I'd drive so when you see cars on the road you don't, I don't think even oh man that's a cool looking car never mm-hmm. I, I just i'm just not a car person but you are and you had the expectation that i would be too well i think that's i just what you're saying yeah kind of i think i'm i was thinking pre-marriage that we as a unit would care <laughs> we would care together care about cars together <laughs> and this comes up because we I, my car is getting old, and we are starting to look at what this we'll replace it. Okay, this is on Morgan's mind for the past week and a half. Yeah. She's like sending me cars and emails. I'm like, we're not even looking for a car. Why am I getting emails about cars? My car is getting old. Anyway, <laughs> you would like to get it's, a van. Your car is fine. When's the last time you had to take your car to the shop for some kind of issue? I haven't, ever. <laughs> That's why I drive a Toyota Prius because <laughs> it's awesome. That's what I'm saying, though. It's I mean, talk about reliable. And it's we reliable. we've had that car for six years and never taken it to the shop once. I know it's pretty awesome. Once, however, okay, this, this, we're going off track here. Okay, my I I think my car is awesome. I like my car. I think it's cool to drive. It's cool to you know be able to say yeah I drive a Toyota Prius. <laughs> it's not really that the, cool. <laughs> the truck just wants to run over you, but yeah, sure, it's cool. But you <laughs> said to me, well, why don't you just get a van to replace a car? And I just think I can't, I can't do a van. <laughs> Number one, we only have one kid, so we don't need a van. I never would feel cool driving a van, but you've told me that you wouldn't mind driving a van and that is where purposeful like i can go to lowe's and fit three four by eight sheets of plywood in a van i mean that's Uh pretty sick 
Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, this is what I'm talking about with expectations. Yeah, there we go. Yes. My expectation for cars is not ever going to be met. And that's okay. I just have had to come to terms with that. What's another random before we get into actual serious marriage expectations? Something else like that, that coming into marriage, like something random like cars. I mean, I never thought twice about it. So what's something else? Something else I think that comes to mind for me is music and how I thought we would like the same <laughs> same music and just really be on the same page as far as music goes. You didn't figure this out while we were dating that we weren't going to be on the same page as music of music. No, you know what's interesting and perhaps anyone listening can relate to this, but I think I thought once you get married it all just kind of aligns. Like you're just like in alignment because you're married. That's good. That's what it does go along with this whole conversation actually. Yeah, it kind of yeah, is. You think it just happens because you're married. Like, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. And I think we all come into marriage, like, with expectations for from the silly to the serious. And right. some of those can, you know, hurt your marriage because it can cause rifts and um, arguments and um, a lack of communication or miscommunication or trying to read each other's minds. Mm. Um, right, yeah. And... But then there's the silly ones that just don't matter, like music. What, with music specifically, before we actually get into some serious stuff, mm-hmm. what now you look at and you're like, Chris, I really just wish you liked that music because it's disappointing that we don't align in that way and my expectations are shot down. I, I, there's not like a group or a singer. It's more like you have different taste in beats than i do oh and like i like a certain beat and it's <laughs> i don't even know i don't know anything about music so i'm doing this right but <laughs> i like a certain beat you're like yeah that, that song's okay i'm like what that's the best rap song there is right now and you're like man whatever i can take it or leave it <laughs> okay i can listen to old school rap stuff way more Yes, and yeah. I am just like, like all yeah, the rap okay. that hip hop rap that I used to listen to in high school. Like whenever I put that on, Morgan's like, mm, no. Well, okay, here's a good example: Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. That song. When have I ever listened to that during our marriage? That came ever on. once? <laughs> that came I on. never. Li- now you're throwing this out in our podcast. And Chris, now you're just this lying. Chris's favorite song. <laughs> you're lying. We've never listened to that. It song. actually came on recently. Okay. On our, we were listening to like a '90s and early 2000s yeah, playlist yeah, yeah. for fun, and uh, that came on. You're like, "Oh yeah, keep playing it," and I was like, "Nah, next." Because I hadn't heard it since like 2003. I don't care to hear it again. <laughs> it's not that good. I'm sorry if I offend anyone who's listening. Uh, you probably offended my brother. I think he went and saw Montel Jordan oh, in concert. Oh gosh, I wonder what Montel Jordan's doing now. Interesting. <laughs> All right, let's get into. Uh, actual serious things yes. expectations because well, those are it doesn't that doesn't affect our marriage yeah so yeah. <laughs> so we we were brainstorming on um just perhaps some expectations that you have pre-marriage some thoughts that you might have how marriage is going to be once you get into marriage and yeah. then it's might look a little bit different yeah and just thinking about this i was thinking about when we first got engaged how many people in other just others were trying to affect my thoughts of marriage and my expectation. Like, yeah, a couple weekends ago, me and my girlfriend, we got engaged 
And some people's response to that was so negative. Like, oh, now life's over for you. Life's over. You're not going to be doing anything anymore. Like, what? Have fun while you can. I love the thought of marriage. Like, wow, why are you shooting me down so much with that? Yeah, so people's... you know, opinions and what they say to you can definitely have an effect on Yeah, on what your thought, like my expectation for marriage. I was like, what? Why do they say that? And I still don't understand. Like anytime someone else gets engaged or anything, I'm like so wanting to be encouraging because yeah. I don't want to be yeah. that person that was doing that to me. Like, right. And I'm very thankful that you did not get discouraged from those comments that were made to not. you and had that mindset going yeah. in. Because man, what a mindset going in. But I do feel like there's, Tons of people out there that say you've been married for 20 or 25 years. Like, oh, well, yeah, you know, like just like that kind of mindset. Right. Instead of the excitement. Yeah. Love my wife. Marriage is really cool. Yeah. We've, that's how I would respond now. Like I'm more in love now. Absolutely. Like Mm -hmm. I love, love marriage. It's been more than 10 years. I love it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you do. Just affirming. Yeah, thanks. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. But these thoughts, you know, pre-marriage can be anything from, like Morgan was just saying, like, oh, this is just going to be so easy. Yeah. Fam- no works involved. Yeah. yeah you no just like, involved. you don't have to work in marriage. Right. Yeah. Just everything comes e- easy. Family's easy. You're always going to be sexually intimate with each other. Roles in the house, like those conversations, communication with that. It's just going to fall into place. All that's just going to fall into place. Yep. You know, just knowing each other's feelings. You're not even going to really have to talk about it anymore <laughs> right? because you just, I know what Morgan's thinking all the time. She knows what I'm thinking. So we're fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Um, it's sort of, I know people talk about the the honeymoon stage or maybe even the, the first time you ever went on a date stage, like that feeling the expectation that it's just going to continue to be like that all the time. And, and Morgan and I do try to create honeymoon stage as much as we can. I feel like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a a goal of our marriage, but the expectation that honeymoon stage is going to be forever is not realistic. Right. Right. Uh, I think some of the other expectations are around how your marriage should look moving forward. So there's a lot of thought, for some people, and I think I had this thought like, okay, you're expected to get married, and then mm. you buy a house, and then you uh, get a dog. The order. And then, the order. yeah, you, you know, you... Go in this order. Yes. And then, you you know, you have your jobs, you work there for a few years, and then you have your first kid, and then you have your second kid, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, then, you got to go in this order. Yeah. You can't wait that long before having a kid. You can't. Right. Yeah. What? You don't have a dog? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and Morgan and I got those questions a lot because we waited nine years to have a kid. Yeah, that's true. We we did. Yeah. Um. So saying all of that, you know, there could be some ones that we did not mention that you came into, uh, you know, your marriage um, thinking it would be like or um, your spouse did. And these are bringing up like things that, you know, you haven't thought about in a while. And maybe it's good to just kind of stop the podcast. Mm jot some notes, journal, pray about them, um, and just kind of think through that or even talk to your spouse about them. Um, because it's kind of crazy to look back pre-marriage, especially if you've been married for many years and think, okay, what, what were my expectations for Uh, marriage? Think about your previous expectations. What if you've been married for over 50 years and you're thinking about your previous expectations before marriage? I'm going to say this. Yes. I'm not, I haven't been married for 50 years to you, but I haven't even been alive for 50 years. I can barely remember 15 years ago, so I don't know how you could remember that far back. 
<laughs> That's a good point. It's true. But maybe maybe they can. I can't really remember last year, so probably. Not. Oh gosh, that's not even true. <laughs> um, also, just thinking through, maybe you're thinking, okay, well, uh, some of these expectations that I had before married, I marriage, I actually brought into marriage, and they are unhealthy in our marriage. Maybe they're causing communication issues. Maybe they're causing um, miss unmet expectations um by your spouse that could be causing a ton of things um so we've got kind of a three triple r i think is what we're calling it is what we're calling (laughs) morgan thought of these awesome words that all start with r not on purpose not to really i guess just help your mind think through this process yeah yeah uh, of expectations in your marriage so yeah they they just also just all happen to start with our right and I think when we plan for our podcast and one of our goals for podcasting is not for you to just listen listen it's actually to take action on what we're talking about and have it apply to your life so when we we talk about the triple r uh these are three action steps that you can take yes um when thinking about your expectations that you brought into marriage so the first one um is repentance so where do you need to repent of some unrealistic expectations that you brought into marriage um and that could just look like prayer time you know just mm -hmm. giving your marriage to the lord right now you know, just surrendering to God and the spirit of the Lord and just giving it to him and being like, yeah, yeah, my, my expectation, not surrendering to your husband or wife, you know, necessarily right now, like surrendering to God, just giving it all to him and being like, yeah, this expectation that this is how it would be going at this point if yeah. it's not going that way and just giving your heart to, to the Lord right now. Yeah, that's good. Next one is reevaluation. So reevaluate those expectations. Where are your expectations out of alignment and causing issues in your marriage? Uh, and reevaluate and realign those to be healthy expectations within your marriage. That could mean that you have to sit down with your spouse and talk about it um, and even repent to them too. So going back to the first R. So yeah. repent, reevaluate. And then, Chris, what's the last one? Well, to hit on reevaluation, one thing that I feel like I have to reevaluate all the time is making sure I'm putting my spouse's interest ahead of mine because I feel Mm -hmm. like expectation-wise can become so self-centered, and I have to reevaluate and be like, whoa, I'm in a marriage. This is other-centered. This isn't about me. And I feel like expectations can always be brought back to a self-centeredness where you're like, this is about me right now. Yeah. And how they're treating me. And I can't believe they're doing that and this. And reevaluating, sitting down and reevaluating that spot in my heart and mind at that time of, whoa, 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 wait a second. Let me sit back. Think about my spouse's interest at this time and not myself. Mm-hmm. So just evaluating that, I feel like, is something to constantly always be doing, especially with expectations. Yeah. And that makes me think about how important it is for me every morning to spend time with the Lord and um, remember, because um, every morning is new and I have mm. to re-give my life to him every mm. single morning and put him first. And very similarly, every time you wake up in the morning, you have to reevaluate your uh 
you know, putting your spouse before yourself and others before yourself. As Jesus says, he came to serve, not to be served, and we're to mm. follow him. That's um, right. That's right. And that all kind of goes together. Absolutely. And I think you hit on a great point there. The reevaluation isn't a one time every 5, 10, 15 years. It's an everyday thing. You've yeah. got to reevaluate. We are all sinners. And so each day is going to be an expectation, just like I was saying, that turns self-centered. Yeah. And so you have to reevaluate and just give that day to the Lord. And please don't hear us say we're perfect at this because we, like Chris said, we're all sinners. So we are, we are very much not even close to being perfect in this Working on it every day. That's, That's right. right. All right. So as Morgan said, the last one, reignite. So what does that look like for you, Morgan? Reigniting. Yeah. So so reignite. Uh, some of, I hope that we aren't, you're not hearing us say that everything that you come into marriage with expectations wise is, is negative or is <laughs> no, not good. Definitely not what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when, when I think reignite, I think, okay, what are the good things, the good expectations that I came in with marriage? One of them for me is, man, I just want to continually fall in love more and more with Chris mm. every single day and love him more when I married 15 years, 20 years, etc than I did on you know our wedding day which I never thought I could love you more than you know on mm-hmm. our wedding day but it's God has blessed that and yeah. so there there could be some really healthy expectations that you brought into marriage and so thinking through those and, and kind of journaling or, or praying through those maybe there are some that you f- have forgotten about that would be just so loving and beautiful to bring into your marriage at this time and not just to reignite your expectations, but also just to reignite, you know, your marriage, like, and the fun and the excitement and the just (laughs) awesomeness of it. Yeah. And to hit on that, for me, I see that in Morgan in that growth and reignition of our marriage almost daily because of her growth with the Lord. And I think it starts there. And then that is where her love and her desire of wanting to serve me as her spouse comes from. And it it goes back to, it's probably five or six episodes ago we talked about how if God is number one and we are both striving to uh, just... Get closer to Him. Yeah, get closer to Him and grow that relationship, our relationship grows so much more. And so that's where we just start to serve each other. And so... um, in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 7, 28 through 35, um, Paul talks about this, where we need to just give and serve to the Lord, and then our marriage will show up and show out uh, better than it ever has before once that relationship starts to build um, mm-hmm. with the Lord. And mm-hmm. so I really think that is just a unselfish investment is a great way to put it, is just a I don't know, language I would like to use to describe <laughs> that that service. And sort of goes back to, I guess, what I've been hitting on. I hear myself talking about just sort of uh, other-centered unselfishness yeah. with, with expectations. Because I feel like a lot of expectations are there because of that self-centeredness and, and your desires and your wants for yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point. We said we weren't going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, uh uh-oh. That's always a good start to sentence. I know, I know. We, next episode, we are actually going to talk about what what scripture says about marriage. So if you're thinking, oh man, like 
oh yeah like scripture well we know we know scripture talks about marriage but like what does scripture actually say really about saying. marriage is it always just those verses that everyone reads off at their weddings and everyone's not really listening <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, mean I let's all be this. honest like love is patient love is yeah kind. that uh-huh. yeah everyone's in uh yeah, in Corinthians, yeah. reading off the love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. Which, uh, if you were to really hit on those words every day in your marriage, you got to really think about that. It's pretty oh, awesome. That's actually really hard to do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. challenge. So that is what we're going to do next episode is, is just go through the Bible of, of Scripture that talks about marriage. We're just going to read off what the Lord has given us. Yeah, and what he says about marriage because, man... Don't listen to us. Listen to him. That's way right. more important. Like, we're not important. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Definitely. <laughs> we hope you'll join us for next episode for that. Yeah. Um, so I hope I didn't give anything too much away. I mean, you could look <laughs> in scripture before then, but uh, just wait. Just wait. We'll, we'll help you. Yeah. All right. So what are we in love with right now, Morgan King? Okay. So right now we, Chris, I'm in love with this too, but Chris is in love with this as well. <laughs> oh, you're telling me I'm in love with it before you say what we're in love with? I don't it's know what she's love. about to say. Family love. <laughs> I'm sort of nervous. We are in love with Chris. So I'm asleep. <laughs> you're getting nervous about I, to No, say I'm it. not. I'm not. I'm a sleeper. I can sleep pretty easily, but Chris, he wakes up at like four in the morning and can't go back to sleep. I do not understand it. For me, if oh, I woke up, I just turned over. I mean, over, last I'm week done. I probably woke up three or four times at three thirty and was just ready to go. That's crazy to me. So he has started taking magnesium at night. I have, and you have been sleeping so much better. I have been sleeping better. Like there's been three times, two or three times this week, I've slept until my alarm went off at five. So that is I mean, awesome. Big time. I've been enjoying it. You've been enjoying it. It's not that Morgan even knows when I get out of bed, though, if I wake up too early. But then she always asks the first question of the day. So what time did you wake up today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and then she, if I say, well, I got up at 3.30. I was ready to go. She's like, ah, why? Why did you get up then? Yeah. I just, I know how important sleep is for your health. And so yeah. I just want you to get as much sleep as possible. Right. There's a ton of studies uh, that have been done on magnesium and sleep. Um, so if you're actually interested started in taking that, magnesium and zinc together, I just feel like the combos. Oh, it's okay. I think the combo is where it's at. Well, there you go. From Chris King to you, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. King. Yeah. So yeah. If you struggle sleeping and sleeping at night, do it up. Well, that is what we're, the bottles do say to ask your doctor before starting in the <laughs> day, so If you want to sleep until 5 a.m., start doing it. Okay. <laughs> it's working for Chris. That's all we can say. We are not prescribing this to anybody. All right. Thanks so much for listening to episode 23. We hope you enjoyed. We love you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye.